What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Talking My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. This episode's brought to you by Fresh Fit Meals. Uh, man, first things first, we still in lockdown. They still got us on this motherfucking house arrest, bro. Oh my God, they don't. They need to let me the fuck out of this house, bro. I miss the bullshit already, man. I miss getting into trouble. I miss waking up with a cruda. I miss doing stupid ass financial decisions. I miss, I miss everything, bro. I miss the strip club, bro. I miss the hoes, bro. I miss everything, bro. My life got taken from me, bro. I belong to the streets. They don't let me out this motherfucker, bro. But you know what, man? I think it's the right thing to do. I think that's what we should be doing. We should be staying in the crib. We should stop spreading this bullshit for all you dumbass niggas that keep going out, going, going to social gatherings with your friends, got the fucking, the same three thoughts in rotation and shit, man. Tell them bitches to go home, bro. Take your dumb ass home, bro. Go be with your family a little bit. Or if you ain't got no family, go be with, go be at the house, bro. Stop spreading that bullshit, man. Um, and if you homeless nigga, go under a bridge or something, bro. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking around, but but stop going out, man. We need to stop spreading that bullshit, man. If you have to go out, I hope you're going out for work. I hope you're going out to buy what you need for the house. But I hope that you're not out here just looking for bullshit, matching hoes, or or or, or going out, you know, doing dumb shit, bro. Let's 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 knock that shit off, bro. And I know I ain't nobody to be telling you how to live. I don't like people telling me how to live. But nigga, I want Black Door to open the fuck back up. Let's go the fuck home so we can get over with this shit already, man. Fuck. But anyway, man, um, let's get right into it, man. I got a lot, of, a lot of shit to talk about, man. I've been buying, I changed up plugs, bro. I'm telling you, this quarantine got me doing all kinds of crazy shit. I switched up on my plug. Um, I started buying weed from this new person. Bro, it's a girl, too. I'm not going to give out her whole fucking information and shit, but this is a girl selling me weed, bro. I swear to God, female plugs are the best. Female plugs are the most dependable plugs in the fucking world. Trust me, nigga. I used to sell drugs, and I was the most undependable motherfucker in the world. Independable, undependable. How do you even say that, nigga? Niggas couldn't depend on me, basically, nigga. That's what I'm trying to say. And these bitches, bro, these bitches that sell weed and sell drugs, and I, I don't even mean to call y'all bitches, man. I'm just saying, like, queens, whatever y'all want to be called. Y'all are the best drug dealers ever, man. I swear to God, bitches always got weed. You know what I'm saying? They'll come to you. They'll drop it off. Consistent with the motherfucking merchandise. They don't, they don't be on bullshit, bro. They're never out of town. You know what I'm saying? You're tired of hitting... Uh, hitting, dumbass. I mean, I'm tired of hitting the weed band up. He talking about, bro, I'm with the fam. Or, bro, I'm at Six Flags. Bro, I'm at Starve Rock. Nigga, take your ass the fuck home. Your only job is to have the weed when I need the weed. What the fuck is you doing at Six Flags, nigga? But anyway, so... I guess what I wanted to start off is 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 uh by saying I guess is is get yourself a female plug, nigga. My fucking every time I buy weed, my fucking bag of weed don't smell like ball sack anymore, nigga. My shit smell like Victoria's Secret lotion and weed. Like it, it, it's a good smell and shit. Like it don't it don't even smell bad, bro. But anyway, uh, shout out to all the plugs, man. Shout out to all the female plugs. We need more of y'all to even this shit out, man. I'm tired of these half-assed. Temp agency ass plugs, man. Anyway, let's get right into um into this episode, man. Uh, I started working out, bro. That's the type of shit that quarantine has me doing, bro. Quarantine got me all the way fucked up, bro. <sighs> quarantine has taught me a lot of stuff, bro. Number one is that working out is not that hard. Number two is that I fucking hate my family, nigga. I swear to God I do, bro. I've been boxing that out with my sister. I've been boxing that out with my little brother all week, nigga. They need to let a motherfucker out this bitch. I'm finna jump my mom. She don't even know it, nigga. As soon as this shit over, I'm gonna get all the homies and just... Nah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. <laughs> Some of y'all niggas think I'm serious. Nah, nah. I'm kidding, bro. But I'm saying, like, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. But shit, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? When you spend so much time with them and you're locked up in a house with them, bro, shit is gonna get tense. Niggas is gonna argue. Shit is gonna be said. Niggas... 
it, it's toxic, bro. It's toxic, and you're not supposed to be at home with your family that long if your family is toxic. Because <laughs> my family is one of the toxic... How do you even say that? Toxicest. My family's one of the most toxicest families. But I love them to death. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, if they don't get me out this motherfucker house soon, it's going to be one less family member in this, <laughs> in this motherfucking household. <laughs> nah, but... um. But, you know, I started working out, man, and, and I like, I fuck with it, you know what I'm saying? I started working out in the mornings. I still go to work Monday through Friday, so luckily, you know, thank, I thank God that, that I still have a job, and I know times like these are hard for some people, especially people in the restaurant industry, you know, they unfortunately don't have any job, and I, if you are going through a time like that, I hope that this shit goes over quickly, man. You know, I I wish there's more I could do for people, but I mean, unfortunately, man, a lot of us are stuck in the same situation or on the same boat, as you can say. But man, I hope this shit goes over quickly so we can all go back to our normal fucking lives and shit, man. But um, anyway, I started working out and shit, bro. I started working out and uh, the reason I started working out is just because I'd be bored as fuck at the house, you know what I'm saying? And I want to get in shape, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tired of... Uh, I know I always say this on every episode, but I'm definitely I'm definitely... Like, for real now, you know, and and it, it makes it easier because I don't go out on weekends anymore, you know. On the weekends, I used to feel very shitty con una pinche cruda. And now it's like, it's it, now that I I guess I don't go out to drink or get fucked up, it, it kind of it makes it easier to wake up early, you know, work out and and just live a healthier lifestyle. You know, I guess in a way, it's a good thing. It's not completely all bad that we're locked down. But speaking about working out. I had a few motherfuckers try to nominate me for that fucking push-up challenge. Nigga, don't nominate me for no bullshit like that, nigga. You better nominate me for some good shit. You better nominate me for a see a shot, take a shot. You better nominate me for a push-up challenge, nigga. Don't be nominating me for no push-up challenge, nigga. I'll block your ass so fucking quick. Fuck around. Got me fucked up. Anyway, no, but uh, let's get right into it. Um, Dude, challenges. Everybody's been doing challenges on Instagram Live now that we're all fucking locked up in the house and shit. Uh my mom, uh, she, my mom started doing, so my mom, for those of you guys that don't know, my mom is a Zumba instructor. She, she, she teaches Zumba at a, at some Herbalife club, you know, she says she teaches Zumba, but all they do is fuck, it's a whole bunch of ladies that work at a factory. So I mean, she's most, nada más se pueden hablar de la gente and shit. They don't even, no, I'm just kidding. They don't even get anything done and shit, but, <laughs> but my mom, she, she, she's a Zumba instructor. So she does have a little like studio type thing in the house here where I work out and she's worked out. And after they started, uh, shutting everything down, you know, they closed, like I've told you guys, they closed my mom's job down. She didn't give a fuck. As soon as they closed that Zumba, she was going through it. And finally she found her solution, what she was going to do to get over this shit and her solution was that she was going to live stream her zumba class which okay sounds like a good idea right that's cool you know you live stream it get everybody get their workout from home that's cool right so tell me why she tells me that that's what she's going to do right and i'm like oh okay that's cool that sounds like a good idea right the next day i come home from work and my mom is super tired super super tired like she i was like what happened she's like my fucking legs are killing me i was like why she's like i did zumba I was like, damn, but, you know, you, this is what you do. You usually are not so tired. You usually have more energy, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? She's like, yeah, but I've been doing Zumba all day. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, there's like 10 ladies that want to pay for me to live stream the Zumba class. So, so I have to do like 10 different hours. I was like, wait, why the fuck don't you just live stream everybody at the same time and they can check out your, your, your live stream. You know, everybody can log in and check out your live stream, for example, on Twitch or on Zoom or whatever these fucking apps that you guys use. 
So my mom didn't even know that this was a thing. She just was FaceTiming people one by one, playing the music, doing an individual Zumba class, finishing up, taking like a 10-minute break, then calling the next person, doing a whole nother Zumba. Bro, she did like 10 Zumba classes in one fucking day just because she could well, she couldn't do the group fucking the group live stream. She didn't ask anybody. And, and she just thought this was gonna be the best solution. You know, I feel bad, but in a way that shit was funny as hell. So I taught her how to do it uh as a group and and uh and I hopefully from today on they, they they start doing that shit as a group so she doesn't have to do fucking 15 zumba classes per day and shit but anyway um uh let's move on so the mayor of aurora got the coronavirus his dumb ass <laughs> i don't even know that fool like that i know a lot of people kick with him a lot of i know a lot of people are, are have shaken his hand i've never even met that fool and that's cool if he got the i mean it's not cool that he got the coronavirus i'm just saying like it's crazy he got the coronavirus don't really care like that though i mean i hope he get better and shit you know what i'm saying like but i mean you know do i <laughs> oh man I, a lot of people all especially the fucking hood niggas and shit all my hood homies and shit the, the ghetto homies not the ghetto homies but like you know what i'm saying little game banging homies or whatever all of them are online sharing conspiracy theories and shit talking about this is population control talking about the this is a man-made virus it started in the usa and keep sharing conspiracy theories after conspiracy theories after I'm talking about you niggas is sheep Y'all stupid. Y'all don't realize what's going on. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. How the fuck? What am I? Even if these conspiracy theories are true, right? Say they are. What the fuck am I going to do to to, to get to the fucking bottom of this? Or, 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 or You know, that don't got shit to do with me, bro. We got to, we got to, you do what we can. Do my part. Stay inside the house. I don't give a fuck if this whole coronavirus is man-made to defeat Trump or, like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get the shit over with, trying not to get sick. Just stop fucking sending me conspiracy theories, bro. I'm, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. And I used to be for the longest, but then I would spend so much time wasting on conspiracy theories, and it's one after another after another. And the thing about conspiracy theories is that you can't believe just one, because then you believe one, then you have to believe another one, and then another one, and then you just fucking find yourself in this fucking deep fucking youtube channel fucking three in the morning looking at why the sky is blue and shit like that nigga like fuck conspiracy theories bro i just live my life like i don't know bro i live my life like you know i'm gonna try to do what i can for myself and for my family and try to be better at what i do i don't really give a fuck if the fucking if ufos are real or not at the end of the day bro who gives a fuck if they're not telling me and they're not bothering me i don't give a fuck bro which i would and don't get me wrong I don't want nobody to be like, oh, you know, he don't believe in aliens. Nah, nah, nah. It ain't even that. I fuck with aliens. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm down to, I'm down to have a park conversation and talk about aliens for two hours with a bitch. You know, <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? You know that fake deep convo and shit, nigga. But I'm not gonna waste any time sharing links. Like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't give a fuck like that, bro. But anyway, next topic. Uh, with this whole coronavirus going on and people becoming. Uh, well, at the first they were calling it the China virus and I joked about calling it the China virus and the Kung flu and all this bullshit we were talking about. Yeah, it's funny, whatever. But the thing about this shit, bro, is white people never know when the fuck a joke is a joke and when the fuck shit gets serious, bro. And 
in Naperville, they're, they're looking for two white women, of course. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Two white bitches that beat up a Chinese person because they were afraid that they were he was spreading the, the China virus, in, quote unquote, or the coronavirus. Like, nigga, how fucking stupid do you got to be to put on clothes, gear up, and go look for a Chinese person, bro, just to beat them up? Fucking white bitches in Naperville. That's why Naperville need to be eliminated, nigga. Fuck all of them over there. I don't give a fuck, bro. And then the fucking, and then there was also a story in Houston, Texas, or I don't know if it was Houston, but I know it was for sure Texas, where this fucking idiot goes into a Costco and stabs a family, a Chinese family, bro. That see, that's the thing about Trump, bro. Because people, people back up, back up Trump, right? I, there's a few people that I know that back that like Trump. They're like, oh, well, he's not that bad. Okay, if that's the way you think, that's cool. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm not gonna judge you based on your political views. It it's not that deep for me. But when people are the thing about this motherfucking retard Trump is that he gasses all these other idiots up. These fucking hillbilly trail, trailer park ass, fucking Napervillian ass. I don't know. I don't even know if there's trailer parks in Naperville. But you know what I'm saying? That, that It be fucking up gassing these white people up, bro. And then these fucking white people go and commit these crimes and hurt these innocent people just because they think that the president says some... Because the president keeps saying China virus, and and now people think that Chinese people, every single Chinese people is a person is spreading this virus, and now they feel like they have to hurt somebody. That's the thing with Trump, bro. This nigga, he be gassing all the wrong fucking people up, and then those people go and hurt other people, which is a big, big problem. So fuck Trump, nigga. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I mean, it happened again in Naperville. You know, Naperville is full of fucking dumbass people, bro. You remember that fucking dude from the gas station that uh. That was talking shit to that Mexican lady a little while ago. All that shit is because of Trump, bro. Because if Trump wasn't out here gassing these racist ass people up, these motherfuckers would be shut the fuck up just how they were for all these years. And now, all of a sudden, niggas want to be bold and shit, bro. I just wish a motherfucker would say some shit to me. I'll smack the Naperville out of his fucking goofy ass, nigga. On God, I'll send that nigga to Lizzle. <laughs> Lyle or whatever the fuck, nigga. But anyway, man, I'm tired of the coronavirus. I don't want to talk about this bullshit no more, man. Let's get into this fucking podcast. Let's get into what really matters about this fucking podcast, bro. I do have a Q&A coming up here at the end. Uh, we got a few fucking funny-ass questions. I might answer all the questions that you guys have in the most honest way that I can. You know, I'm going to throw in some stories in there and I'm going to make it funny and shit. But first things first, man, I got to talk to you guys about the homies at Fresh Fit Meals. They basically are a company that do all the meal prep for you so you don't have to go up, go to the Walmart, get yourself the chicken breast, get yourself the the, the broccoli and get yourself the rice, man. You don't got to worry about going to the store or none of that, man. They take care of all that for you, including the cooking. They'll cook everything for you, get your meal. They'll get everything that you're going to eat throughout the week ready for you um at a great price man so let me go ahead and uh show you how it works man first things first you're gonna want to go ahead and check out their instagram at fresh fit meals that's fresh fit meals on instagram they got some of the best looking healthy food i swear to god bro i'm not you guys know i'm a piece of shit i tell you guys i'm a piece of shit i eat the most unhealthy shit but i'm trying to get my shit together and they're the ones that are gonna help me man they're gonna give me because that's like i said going to the gym is not the problem that's that's the easy part but they're eating healthy shit man that's that's the thing that throws me off man because i can't eat healthy like i'll eat healthy one day and then the next day i'm off track and shit like that so they're gonna help me stay on my shit watch i swear to god in a few months i'm gonna upload pictures after i i uh after i eat their meals and still consistently work out on god i'm gonna be too skinny for real y'all not even gonna recognize me all the hoes that left me on red is your time bitches i'm gonna i'm gonna flex on you i swear to god but anyway man go ahead hit up the homies at fresh fit meals man um they're gonna they're gonna 
help you on this fitness journey and and get you get your fucking summer body looking right even if you're gonna be at the house looking at yourself in the mirror because we're gonna all be in quarantine don't matter your ass gonna be flexing and, and, and looking right man so i'm gonna tell you guys how it works real quick um you can order monday through friday your order will be cooked on sunday that immediately follows um the day that you order obviously so if you order on wednesday this week or tuesday this week on um they're going to cook your food on Sunday and then you can go ahead and pick it up and, and I'll give you the location where you can pick it up here in a second uh, and then you'll have your meals for the week. But basically, go to their Instagram at Fresh Fit Meals, click the link, uh, the highlight link menu and you go through the menu, you can see the prices, you can see the options uh, after you DM them and after you know what you like, you go ahead and DM them, letting them know, hey, this is what I want. They're going to tell you your total and then you can actually pay without having to go anywhere. You can uh, pay through Zelle or you can pay through quick pay. They have a few different, uh, a few different payment methods here. But, uh, first things first, their email is freshfit2019 at gmail.com. That's going to be also for their quick pay and their Zelle. So, uh, go ahead, man. Go over to that Fresh Fit Meals on Instagram. Look at all their food. I'm going to also tag them on the Talk of My Shit podcast so you can see all they have. And that way you don't have to go out, especially in times like this. You can just get that food delivered, uh, to one of these three locations and you're good to go, man. So the three locations you can pick up food. It's going to be at Free Ackles in Lyle, or Lizzo, as I like to say. Uh, Free Ackles on Lyle. The address is 6460 College Road, Lyle, Illinois. Check them out. Um, Nutrition Direct is also another location you can pick it up, uh, which is 1736 Essington Road in Sweet E, Joliet, Illinois. And then, of course, Joe's Gym, 490 Georgetown Square Wood in Dale, Illinois. So if you guys find yourself close to any of those locations, man, hit them up, man. I'm telling you, their food actually looks good. It's not like that healthy shit that other people be selling. Uh, so check them out. Fresh Fit Meals. I'm going to go ahead and start myself, and I'm going to place my order not bullshitting and, and you guys can see the difference man but go ahead check them out fresh fit meals but anyway let's get right back into it so um as you guys know i put out a q a this morning on instagram and on snapchat the one on snapchat was anonymous so i didn't know who the fuck hit me up who the fuck didn't a lot of motherfuckers be bold that's why i never made a curious cat when i was younger because all the hoes and all the, all the fucking homies and shit was making curious cat and then they kept getting asked bullshit ass questions like questions that nobody would ever say to you in person and uh that's why i never made one but today i made one on yolo or whatever for snapchat had a few people dm me a few questions so i'm gonna answer them truthfully here in a second i also did it on my instagram talking my shit podcast uh instagram page i I put a few questions there that a few people asked me so i'm gonna go ahead and answer all of them right now we're we're gonna go ahead and start off with uh with the first question let me see what i i lined them all here uh so this is the first official talking my shit podcast q a and if you guys have any questions about these questions hit me up and i'll maybe answer them in the dm or whatever so I got a few. Here's a first question from Snapchat. Are your stories 100% true or do you over-exaggerate them? I don't really care because you're funny as fuck or because they're funny as fuck. So every single story that I've ever told on here is true. Every detail that I've ever told on here is most likely true. If I, I never exaggerate anything, I maybe exaggerate the emotion uh, just be, to make it funnier for the sake of the story. But all the details, I never lie. If I tell you I had... If I tell you that 
Tony pulled out a BB gun and he got arrested and they towed his car. And that all really, really happened. He was on the news, on Beacon News. That all really happened. As, as the same thing with the with the any other stories that I've told you, like fucking the dude with no teeth or the fucking uh the the, the story that I got caught up with in my girl's house with the homie and shit. We were in eighth grade, which I'll talk about them in a little bit because I have a question regarding that. But yeah, every single story that I tell on this podcast is true. Unless I tell you that it happened to somebody else, this one hundred percent happened to me. And this I, I don't I don't exaggerate anything. You know, everything is true. The only things that I do maybe change once in a while is a few details just because if there's somebody that that it's easy to point a finger and you guys can discover who it is. I try to change it up a little bit as far as like maybe the details of who the person is or maybe I'll give them a nickname or I won't say a name. But as far as what happened, it it happened. Nigga. We we really with the shits, man. But uh, next question. Next question. We need to hear about your new years and Christmas parties you used to throw. So that's not really a question, but if you guys have hung out with me before, or you used to hang out with me, I know a lot of people. We used to hang out with a lot of motherfuckers, bro. I used to have my house packed with strangers. Well, not really strangers, but so-called friends or whatever. But, you know, as the time goes by, you fall off with people. But I did have some crazy-ass Christmas parties, some crazy-ass New Year's parties, bro. Like, I swear to God, even the the family would... And it's not like one of those things where, oh, my parents are gone, let's throw a party. Nigga, my family would be in this bitch partying with us, too, nigga. Like, we used to go hard to the motherfucker, bro. It, it's, it's so funny because I used to throw parties here at my house, bro. And, and my house is, um, we have like a living room and then there's like a laundry room that separates the house from the garage. And then after you get through the laundry room, it's the garage. So we used to, every time we used to have a party, we used to put all the drinks in the garage fridge and we used to leave we used to leave a like a hella coke in the laundry room. Like we used to hide it like behind the secadora or or, or under the downy or, or you know dumb shit like that. And I'll tell all the homies, yo, that's where it's at. So whenever you go get a beer, hit that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and we used to have some crazy ass parties here at my house. But as of recently, unfortunately, I don't have any more parties just because cleaning is a fucking bitch, bro. Me da una pinche huevo limpiar, bro. It's 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 just a bitch. So I don't. I try not to throw parties anymore. You know, with this whole quarantine shit, though, me está dando unas ganas de tirar una pinche peda, like on some real shit. But maybe we'll. Maybe I'll throw one a big ass banger for my birthday at my house, and and I'll invite all of you guys, even people who listen to the podcast that I've never met, so that way we could all have a good time, man. But um. But that's the answer to that question, man. Or I guess it's not a question, but yeah, we used to have some fucking hella parties here in my house. Um, so the next question is, out of the group, who can spit the best game? <sighs> nigga, that's easy. Who the fuck you think, nigga? I got my own podcast because I spit so much game, nigga. That's me ASAP. No questions asked. I don't know. I, I, I Honestly... I have a way with words, like, luckily, like, as far as, like, a comedic relief, I can make everything, I feel like I can make everything funny, or I can find a joke in anything, you know? If I'm talking to a girl, I... I uh I, I try to w- do whatever I can to make them laugh, you know, because bitches love funny niggas. I don't give a fuck, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Bitches love funny niggas. Yeah, I'm fat, but you know what I'm saying? I'm out here. And but also I get yeah, I, I would say it's definitely me as far as spitting game. But Chin's got a girl, so I mean that nigga must not be bad at spitting game. And Jamie, I mean, I don't know about Jamie. You know, you know what I'm saying? Jamie, you know what I'm saying? Jamie kind of questionable. Jamie's a little shy. He's on the shyer side. Tony, Tony's a crazy ass motherfucker. I don't know. He might be good at spitting game. I've never really seen him interact with a woman besides that one time he beat that bitch up at Bulldogs when she sat on my lap. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm assuming he has good game too. Tony's very funny too. I mean, honestly, if you told me to pick who was funniest in the crew, I'd probably say Tony. Tony's definitely funnier than me. But as far as uh, spitting, I don't know. I'd like to think that I spit the best game. But also to answer that question truthfully, I have never ever DM'd the girl first. 
And I know some of y'all are like, oh, that's bullshit. No, nah, no. Nah, for real, I haven't. Like, when I'm trying to, like, if I like a girl, I'll probably like her tweets or I like her status and wait for them to hit me up. Maybe when they catch, like, a clue, like, okay, this nigga been liking my shit back to back. I'm going to see what's up. Then we'll, we'll spark a conversation. And then after they spark the conversation, I'm pretty good at, like, taking lead after that, you know, or, or, or keeping the conversation going, I guess. But I'm never, like, I don't know. I just guess I'm so afraid of rejection, you know. It, I, I, I've always never, like, liked to hit girls up first you know even on some thirsty shit like I, I just that's not my thing now have i gotten drunk and dm'd a few exes before like yo what's up are you up you know like let me pull up yeah yeah of course but like as far as talk, start talking to somebody i've never talked to before no I, I i almost never do that you know so so then again i don't know does that put does that does that still mean i have the best game i don't know so i don't know i guess i guess that's a hard question but I I don't know. I'm still going to say myself. I, I have the best game. <laughs> uh, second question. I mean, third question. This is from Instagram. So we're going to the Instagram questions now. Um, have you ever smoked synthetic weed or laced Coke? So I've never smoked. I've never smoked Coke at all before ever. Because I mean, that shit's basically crack, nigga. You know, I'm not. And people think that just because I talk about Coke on this podcast that I'm some type of cocaine advocate or some. No, I mean everything I say, I tell you on here is basically to try to get you to not do it. You know what I'm saying? All all these stories are crazy because they are fucking crazy. You know, they're normal people are not supposed to be doing this and shit like that. But you know, sometimes we make stupid decisions in life, and they come and they they, they give you some of the best stories, right? But um, unfortunately, I don't want anybody to ever go try any drug. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm not here trying to make it seem cool or none of that bullshit. But to answer your question, no, I've never smoked any la any Coke or done any laced Coke, anything like that. I'm sure the, I mean, it's fucking Coke, nigga. Everybody steps on that shit. I'm sure I've snorted some fucked up ass shit. But, but I've never done it on purpose or I've never done something that I knew was laced with something. And as far as the weed, I've never smoked like... I've never smoked like laced weed, but I had a one of my best friends. He was in prison in Chicago, and right as soon as he was gonna get out of prison, he uh, they let him start going on work release. So basically, what that means is they used to let him leave the leave prison to go to work. And at that point, I was living in Chicago when he was in prison in Chicago. So he used to work a few blocks away from where I used to live in Chicago. I was This was after high school. I was having like a fucking midlife crisis. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to live in Aurora anymore. So I, I went to Chicago and I thought I was going to make my own life out there. But that shit went to shit and I came right back. But anyway, while he was living out there, I mean, while I was living out there, he was working out there in prison. And he was working at a five guys out there in Chicago. And then at night he would go back to prison. So sometimes he, they would give him like two hours after his shift to get all the way back home because he would travel. I mean, not home, but back to prison because uh, he would travel in public transportation. He had a bus pass and shit. So they would give him two hours, you know, give him enough time. But sometimes two hours was way more time than he needed. So we would meet up and he would smoke K2 is what they would call it, you know, which is that fucking fake ass weed. So I guess in a way, yes, I have smoked synthetic weed. I've only done it one time. I remember that time he got out of work early and I met him at the AMC movie theater because I took my cousin to the movies out there in Chicago and my my cousin was watching the movie and I went downstairs. My homie was waiting for me outside in the parking lot. We smoked a joint of fake ass weed and then I went back to watch the movie. But that was the only time I've ever smoked synthetic weed. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend it though. I've heard some people have like some fucking seizures and lose their fucking mind with that shit. So don't try fake weed, nigga. Just, just try real weed. As a matter of fact, I've been trying to, um, stop smoking carts a little bit too. I've been trying to kind of just stick to weed, but weed is so fucking loud, man. It smells so much and it, it, it's just like the carts are so convenient, you know, especially like at work, you know, you just go to the bathroom or 
or or if you work by yourself, just hit that bitch right there. Ain't nobody gonna smell shit by the time they come in, you know. Anyway, next question: Do you eat ass? Shorty, I'm finna eat yo ass. What's up? Hit me. Oh, stop playing games. <laughs> nah, but um, do I eat ass? Huh? Nigga, dog, what the fuck? I eat, I eat the booty like groceries. Fuck you mean, boy? I eat the booty like if I had a duvalin with no spoon, boy. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> duvalin with no spoon. I, I, man, we're grown, right? We're grown-ass men, you know? I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not the person that asked me this question is not a grown-ass man. No, I hope not, you know? No. <laughs> but but uh, I'm a grown man, you know what I'm saying? I ain't scared of no booty, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Turn the lights off, it's all good. I don't give no fuck, I'm out here. Next question. <laughs> when are you bringing back Jamie? Man, fuck that nigga, bro. <laughs> Nah, man, Jamie's one of the, my best friends, one of the sweetest persons I know. I hope I can have him on soon. You know, as of lately, we've having we we've been putting out podcasts a little bit late because I've been we've been having some studio troubles. You know, with the whole quarantine shit. So I'm on my I'm actually this week I'm I'm, I'm gonna go buy some microphones, a professional setup, and, and get the shit over with so I can do this shit myself in my house and I don't have to worry about. Oh, you know, do you have time to record or do I have time to record or what's your schedule? You know, that way I can just do it whenever the fuck I have a chance. I have two. I'm going to buy two microphones so I can have guests whenever I want, whoever I want. So give me a little bit more time. I'll have Jamie back on as soon as I can. But I want to make sure that the quality of the podcast is a one before I move forward with having any more guests on and shit, you know. But Jamie will be back. Trust me. A.K.A. J-Meth. Um I actually, you know what, now that we're talking about this, my plan is to bring back the home. And now that I've introduced the homies to you, which is Tony, Chins, and Jamie, my next plan is to record another group podcast, one with actual, where we actually have notes and, and we know what the fuck we're talking about. So it's not like the last podcast we all dropped together where it was all over the place. But my plan is to drop another podcast and, uh, and, and with all of us. And then later on in the future, you know, if, as soon as all this quarantine bullshit is over, I want to do a live podcast, you know, maybe in a small room uh, where I sell, I don't know, anywhere from 20 to 40 tickets and i record a podcast in front of everybody so it's not like stand-up comedy i'll sit down i'll have a computer i'll have a i'll have a microphone and we'll do a live podcast so we can also do q a live but um but um but yeah I'll, we'll, we'll work on all that shit later on you know like we're barely right now we're going through a rough patch especially because you know we're we're fucking stuck at home but but once I, once we once they let us out and I can go back to the store and I can start working on the studio again, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have all kinds of guests, man. But Jamie Jamie will be back. Next question is: Will you perform at the comedy club opening up at the Fox Valley Mall this summer? Uh, so the comedy club that's actually opening up at Fox Valley Mall is the Comedy Shrine, and the Comedy Shrine is is right in the same parking lot as the mall. It's right where that old Toys R Us used to be at. That that's that um that comedy club is actually my home club. That's where I I call my home club, where I started, where I regularly go to work on my material, my new material, my old material, where I've done I probably say the most shows at too. At the Comedy Shrine. So that's the same club. All they're doing is moving from the parking lot inside the mall. Uh, they are going to make bigger theaters so they'll have chances of bringing bigger comedians. So that way I can possibly open up for somebody who who ha- who's basically in the industry, you know, big or big names. But, yeah, I have a good relationship with them. You know, every time I have shows there, it's a blast. So, yeah, I, I definitely it's in my future to perform at the mall. It's not. I don't have any book dates yet, unfortunately, but 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 uh, but when I do, I'll let you guys know. And and, and it, for sure, it'll definitely be as long as they open up before the year ends. I don't have no problem performing there before the year ends, and I'll and I'll and I'll promote it, and so you guys can swing by and, and come on down, man. But um, 
Also, when next question, when are you going to start video podcasts? So again, I've been trying, I mean, I'm trying to work on this studio. Like I'm trying to build a studio at home, not like a fucking basement, not like an attic. I'm trying to build an official studio where it's, you know, we got tables, microphones, uh, soundproof walls, shit like that, you know, but, uh, before we can, before we do that, I mean, not until we do that, I, I don't think I'll have video for the podcast. I know that I've been telling people that, oh, it'll be soon, it'll be soon. But to be honest with you guys, I just, I I don't see it being any time within the next few weeks just because I don't have the equipment just yet. Um, but but it, it will happen eventually. I, I, my goal is to, by the end of the year, have the full studio set up as well as video podcast. So give me some time, guys, and I promise it's coming. You know, it's it's just, you know, it's, it's just um, share the fucking podcast, nigga, so more people can listen. That way I can get this shit done faster and I can sell more ads, nigga. Nah, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> nah, but but it's coming, bro. I swear to God, it's coming. It's just unfortunately not right now. Okay, so the next question is, you see the new document series on, I'm sorry, I can't read for shit. You see the new document series on Netflix called Tiger King comments. Dude, I'm watching Tiger King right now. That show is fucking crazy. White motherfuckers are crazy as fuck. You watch, you watch First 48, you see a fucking Mexican, you see a black dude kill somebody, you're like, God damn, these motherfuckers is crazy. And then Netflix slap you with some shit like Tiger King, you're like, these motherfuckers is crazy. Motherfuckers got pet tigers. And then Joe Exotic, his ass is gay. He got two husbands and he got them both on meth so they won't leave him. Then one of them ends up killing himself. I don't mean to ruin the fucking docuseries for you, but if you guys are not watching uh, Tiger King, go watch it. Uh, maybe next episode I'll talk about it a little bit more. I just, you know, it's it recently came out. I don't think anybody or too many people have seen it yet. So I'm a, I'm a wait for everybody to catch up and I'll do more spoilers later on. Next question. Choose three spots in Aurora you could only eat from for the rest of your life. No grocery stores. Holy shit. This is nigga, this is the type of questions that I've been wanting right here, bro. Three spots in Aurora, no grocery stores. I guess that means not Naperville. Not any surrounding area. So in Aurora, number one, Taqueria Durango, mandatory. That's I only eat Mexican food from Taqueria Durango anyway. I feel like Mexican food anywhere else is fucking mediocre, average. I can make it at home. But Taqueria Durango, I fuck with. So Taqueria Durango would be number one. Number two, um, draft picks. Damn, I guess I don't even know if I can pick draft picks because draft picks is technically Naperville. So let's say, okay, in a world where I could not pick draft picks, let's say I have to stay in Aurora. I like O'Malley's wings too. They're pretty good. O'Malley's on Hill. So let's say O'Malley's for wings, Mexican food at Taqueria Durango. And I got one more spot. One more spot in Aurora. I would pick a fucking Olive Garden, but I think the Olive Garden is in Oswego, and then the other one is in Naperville, since it's across the street of 59. So I guess if I have one more option... He said no grocery stores. I would have definitely thrown in El Paso Grande, because El Paso Grande be having all that fucking Mexican food right there, Echa. You could just serve yourself and buy that bitch by the pound and come home and eat in the comfort of your house. You ain't gotta be out there, which is what I like to do. But anyway, if I can't pick a grocery store, it's gonna be O'Malley's, Taqueria Durango... third one is pretty fucking hard for the rest of my life 
you know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to make it easy for you guys. I'm going to say McDonald's. I know some of you guys are like, ah, oh, you fucking fat piece of shit. No, nah, I know. I get it. I'm sorry. But McDonald's, dude, I fuck with McDonald's breakfast so fucking hard. That's the reason I'm fat as shit, honestly. I fuck with the McMuffin, nigga. You know, if I'm having a shitty ass day, you know, my mom dies, whatever. You give me a McMuffin, I'll forget that shit. You know what I'm saying? I forget about it. No, I'm just kidding. Not my mom dies. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with the McMuffin heavy. But anyway, um, I th- yeah, so yeah, it'll have to be O'Malley's, Taqueria Durango, and McDonald's. Those are probably going to be the top three. If I would, O'Malley's, I don't really give a shit about. I'm just keeping it there for wings. But if I could put draft picks instead of O'Malley's, all day, nigga. All day. All day. Fuck B-dubs. Anyway, next question is story time. How you lost your virginity. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is y'all ready for that story? Nigga, I'm still a virgin. What's up? Nah. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad for anybody who exited out of this podcast before we got to the Q&A because this is the fucking good part right here. So, you know, I told you guys when, when you guys ask me these questions, I'm not going to hold back anything. So I'm going to tell you guys the 100% truth. So I told you guys that story when me and my homie went to sleep over at, at the girl's house because we were dating sisters. I was dating one. He was dating the other. And we snuck into their house and we uh, and we basically got caught in their house fucking or whatever. But but um, with that same girl, like I said, I'm not going to drop her name. But with that same girl, we were in we, were, we started dating in eighth grade. Um, it's so fucking crazy that this actually has to do with stand-up comedy, too. So, we started dating in eighth grade. You know, it was just a lot of hand-holding, kissing, you know, just lame shit, kid shit, you know what I'm saying? But she was one year older than me. So, when I was in eighth grade, I was, I don't know, what, 13, 14? Or maybe less than that, right? And uh, she was one year older than me, and she used to go to Matia, and I used to go to Cowherd. And uh, on winter break, she came to my house. This is before that we, this is before we got caught at her house. This is probably a few weeks or a few months before that. Um, it was probably like, yeah, it was winter break. So it had to be sometime in December. She came over to my house. My mom, obviously, she's like any traditional Mexican mom. She was like, no, nah, don't go to your room because ya los conozco tan cabrones and shit. So she's like, fuck that. Y'all going to stay in the living room. Y'all going to watch TV in the living room. I'm going to stay in the kitchen so I don't bother y'all. But y'all not going to go upstairs to the room. So I was like, all right, fuck it. So I... um. I had just bought this fucking bootleg movie. It was bootleg, Ke- bootlegged Kevin Hart. Um, I'm a grown little man. It was that fucking comedy special. And it was bootleg. I put that motherfucker in the PS3. Yeah, I had a PS3 at the time. It was PS3. Yeah, it was PS3. And uh, I put that shit on, bro. It was so fucking funny. I was watching that. I'm telling you, I'm in eighth grade. And we're sitting in my living room. Got all the lights off. And then we just started making out in my living room, bro. My mom's in the kitchen making, like, flautas and shit, de pollo, you know what I'm saying? And I'm in the fucking living room macking it. And then next, I mean, one thing leads to another. We got a blanket, and we just fucking, we just started making out. I fucking put her pants, like, I put my pants down, and then she put her pants down, and and it happened right there in the fucking living room, bro, in the living room. That shit was so, it's so fucking nasty now that I think about it, but... I was so young, you know, and, and then you don't realize how young you are, you know, until you get older and you look at like an eighth grader now. It's like, what the fuck? I can't imagine you doing that shit, bro. You're a fucking little kid. You're a baby, you know. But yeah, bro, that's the type of shit I was on, bro. On some horny ass shit. And that's that's when I lost my virginity. It was in eighth grade to my girlfriend. And uh, and I don't want you guys to think, oh, wow, you, you started fucking early. So you must be getting hella pussy. Nah, nigga. There was long pauses between the times I was getting pussy, nigga. Like, it started in eighth grade, but it didn't happen again till like, junior year, nigga. You know? Like, it, it was big breaks. But, um, but yeah, man, it was, uh, 
that that's that's how I lost my virginity. I'm not gonna give you all the details and shit like that or how long it lasted, but let me just say that I mean, Kevin Hart probably told two jokes and I was already done, nigga. <laughs> Next question, man. Fave place to sleep. Um, you know what? This question would be fucking stupid because I'll just say my bed. But as of lately, you guys know that I've been having some fucking back pain and I can't really sleep. I can't lay down too long because my back starts hurting. So I can only sleep in my bed like six hours tops, which is probably what I averagely sleep anyway. But my favorite place to go to sleep is in the couch in the living room, bro. I, I like to smoke at night. You know, I'll go outside, smoke a doobie. I'll go to the garage, smoke a joint, smoke a blunt, whatever. Then I'll come home. I mean, I'll go into the living room, turn on the TV. Ten, like, I'd probably say out of seven days of the week, four days, I knock out on the couch in the living room, bro. That's why it's all plastado and shit, nigga. My mom be mad as hell. She's like, me estás jodiendo la sala, cabrón. Me tu cama. But I don't give a fuck. I'm out here. So my couch is, my downstairs, my, well, my living room couch is my favorite place to sleep. Next question. Last person to break your heart. Holy fuck. Y'all niggas was not letting up on these questions, dog. Last person to break my heart. You know what? I, I mean, if we're kidding, if we're joking, I would probably say that bitch from Bulldogs, the waitress, the bartender from Bulldogs. I had a genuine crush on this girl from Bulldogs. She was married. She had a kid. But I don't know. Something in me was just like, that's going to be my girl one day. Obviously, it didn't work out. She has a husband. And, and you know, I, I'm not trying to be no homewrecker. Obviously, I probably didn't even have a chance anyway, but <laughs> but but definitely for some reason there was a few weeks there that I she really had me. I really thought that we was gonna make it work and shit. But I probably say my last most recent heartbreak, dude. I'm a very toxic person to date, honestly, and and I know that's probably gonna that's not a good thing to say about yourself, but I like to admit where I'm wrong, you know. And um, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I I I. I like to chase girls, you know, I like to crush on girls. I like to hit them up, you know, like uh, I'll crack jokes and shit. But once they start liking me back and shit, like once they're like hitting me up, I'd be like, all right, this is kind of boring now, you know, let's go somewhere else. I don't know. And it's super toxic, you know what I'm saying? So I I've had a lot of quick relationships. I'm very low key about my relationships also. So if you guys have been following me on social media, you know, for the last three, four, five years, I don't never post who I'm talking to. I don't never post who I'm dating. If you see me in public with them, then that's just that, you know, but but I don't never post. I, I don't like to post none of that bullshit because I like to keep everything off the Internet just in case it ever goes, turns out bad. And I want to sneak this or subtweet. Nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. But that's not the main reason. I just like to be very private about that kind of shit. So, I mean, with that being said, I'd probably say the most recent heartbreak is probably myself. I was talking to this girl recently, not too long ago, and uh and it was going great, you know, it was going fine, I, you know, it was a great person, you know, it was working out, you know, but like I said, dude, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm an introvert in a way where I just, I don't like checking in with people, I don't like talking to people all day, like if somebody hits me up, if we're talking, I like to talk to people, okay, we'll talk maybe okay, 20, 20, 30 minutes a day, or maybe we'll shoot a few texts back and forth, and on the weekend, you come through, or I go through, we hang out, whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever happens, happens, but I don't like talking to someone all day, every day, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter if I really like you, it's just not my thing, you know, I, I don't like doing that, I don't like checking in on people, I don't like having to explain myself to nobody, and I had to break it off because of that, you know, I was like, I'm sorry, but it's not for me. Relationships are not for me, bro. I just like to be out here and, and have fun. And, and unfortunately, you know, that's a sad reality. But then when you, 
when you're by yourself, you know, for example, in times like this, times like quarantine, you want to hit up that person, you know, be like, hey, what's up? You know, how you been? You know, but you know that's toxic, so you can't do that. So you got to shut the fuck up and basically play the victim in a way because I've been listening to The weekend, like I got my heart broken the whole time. I'm the reason that that we're not together, you know, because I called it off. And and it's unfortunate, but yeah, I guess I'd like to say that I'm I'm really the only person that's ever broke my own heart. There's this one bitch in high school, though. Shh. Woo! But you didn't ask me that. You said when was the last person. Who was the last person? I'm the last person, nigga. But anyway, next question. What did you think about Tom Segura's new Netflix special? One of the best specials out right now. Go watch it. It's called Ball Hog by Tom Segura. Tom Segura is one of my favorite podcasters. Definitely my favorite comedian. His, uh, he has a few different Netflix specials, but his new one is called Ball Hog on Netflix. Go watch it. If you like that, then go watch Mostly Stories. He also has Disgraceful or Completely Normal. He has four total, a total of four specials on Netflix. Go check them all out, man. Next question. Would you like to have a Netflix special? If so, what would you call it? I mean, that's the fucking dream, right? Netflix special is like... I think... A ne- I don't know. I mean, for anybody in the com- comedy world that knows, like a Netflix special is like the mecca, right? That's like the top of the mountain. Like once you get a Netflix special, you basically made it. That's... You're, you're that nigga, you know what I'm saying? The, the hard part is, is, is continuing to pump them out and continuing to tour and continuing to come up with new material. That's the hard part. But anyway, I would love to have a Netflix special one day. That's my dream. And I would love, what, what would I name it? I mean, I have no idea what I would name it. But definitely one of the, one of the names that I, I always love and like, Sorry for the Wait, which is, you know, Sorry for the Wait spelled W-E-I-G-H-T, which is Wait, like, du peso, you know? Sorry for the Wait. Uh, Two Skinny Presents, Sorry for the Wait. Something like that would probably be my choice for a Netflix special name. I know that Sorry for the Wait's already been used crazy times. I think Herencia de Patronas just dropped a mixtape called Sorry for the Wait. Lil Wayne obviously has Sorry for the Wait. So, I mean, I don't know legally if I could still use that later on, but that would definitely be the name of my Netflix special if I had one given offered to me like at this very moment. Next question. What do we need to do as a community to overcome more and prosper in our lives as a whole. See, that's the thing with you niggas. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I don't like to answer community questions because I'm a, like, I'm like the, the career path that I'm in is like a solo thing. You know, obviously I got my homies around me and shit, but I don't know about the community, man. Like I said, I'm an introvert. I like to mind my own business. I don't like, I'm not a community guy, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately. And I know everybody likes to be the community. Everybody likes to push this movement, oh, positive in the community, this. There's a lot of activists or whatever you like to call them that stick together and do stuff like that. That's just not my mojo, you know, because especially a lot of the people that do that shit now, the whole community bullshit, um, a lot of them, a lot of them just don't even mean it, you know, they just push this fake message and, and fake, they, they want the community to do great, you know, but in reality, they just want themselves to do good, and that, for that reason, I just don't, don't fake fuck with nobody, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, I'm gonna do my thing, you know, I, of course, the community, I hope that we eventually get over what's going on now, you know, and as far as prospering as a whole, as a whole, as a city, I mean, I don't know what has to be done, bro. There's a lot of hate in the city, not only by young people, but older people too. A lot of old people don't like to see the change, like don't like to see a lot of stuff change. So they get mad about shit happening. But I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't like to, unfortunately, I'm not, 
that's not my position to play, bro, at this very moment. You know, I'm young. I like what I'm doing. I like where it's going. But, you know, maybe later on I'll be more involved with the community. But as of right now, I have no solution for that. And I'm going to just mind my business, do what I do, and, and, and basically hope that you guys support what I do. And I mean, eventually, yeah, one day I do want to come back and give back to the community. That's obviously a fucking dream of mine. Help out kids in need, help out people in need. But as of right now, I, I don't want to talk community stuff because there's nothing I can do. And unfortunately, I feel like I'm not I'm not basically qualified to talk about that kind of stuff. And I know some of you guys are like, wow, you're such a fucking idiot. But I mean, honestly, I'm not going to fake. I'm not going to get on here and say some fake ass shit that you guys probably know I'm bullshitting about. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep it real with y'all. Next question. What's the first thing you're going to do once you stay home? Once this stay home order has been lifted, what's the first thing I'm going to do? Wow. I'm definitely going to try to get on the comedy show ASAP, bro. I've been trying to, I've been trying to, uh, to get basically fucking booked for any upcoming shows, but basically they don't, they don't have any, they're not booking any shows right now at the moment because they don't know when this shit's going to be over. So unfortunately, my calendar is clear right now. But the first thing I want to do is book some shows, do some stand-up comedy, go to some open mics. And after that, of course, yeah, I do want to go to the bar. I do want to go to the tap house. I do want to go to Black Door. I do want to have fun. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that'll be the first thing I do is definitely go something that has to do with comedy. Uh, next question. We're getting to the end here, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're almost at an hour on this fucking podcast. That's fucking insane. But uh, next question. So she asks, do you call your friends or family out if they are in the wrong? You know what? For a lot for a long time, like I said, I don't like to argue. So a long, for a long time, I just kind of. If my family was wrong, I'll just like, okay, I'll just agree with whatever they say. Like, okay, you know, whatever, let's do that. I don't want to argue. But as of lately, like I said, especially with the whole quarantine shit, I've been calling out my family and a lot of bullshit. Like, I'll let them know, hey, this is wrong. This is right. This is wrong. And sometimes they have to call me out because sometimes I do shit that that is in the wrong and they'll call me out. For example, how I wanted to go to LA, you know, they were like, dude, that's fucked up. You're going to put us at risk. Okay. So I didn't, you know, we kind of check ourselves, but as far as like friends, yeah, I mean, it depends on, on what it is. I do. If, if somebody's being disrespectful and stuff like that, I do try to call my friends out, try to tell them, Hey man, don't do that. At least not in public, you know, but I guess it all depends on what it is. You know, I, I can't, if it's none of my business, then I don't try to intervene the most that I can. But yeah, I definitely do call out my friends and family if they're in the wrong, but I'm not going to sit and argue with somebody for years. I'll just rather cut somebody off, you know, uh, that's just my, my thing. But anyway, um, I think we're getting to the end of this, um, Q and a here. we got three more questions. I'll knock them out real quick. How do you feel about the COVID-19? Basically the whole first part of this podcast. Second question. Do people recognize you in person? Uh, yes. I've said a few different stories here on the podcast of people recognizing me. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and it humbles me for sure to keep going and shit like that. You know, it's, it's fucking dope as hell. I can't lie to y'all. Next question. Where the hoes at? Nigga, I don't know. You tell me what's up. Where they at? Where they at? Fuck you mean, boy. And I got one more question that I want to, I wanted to close out the show with this question. Cause I knew it was going to be, um, a little bit lengthy. Give me one second. Let me find my fucking DMS here. <clears throat> so this question is asked by one of the homies and shit. He says, uh, uh, what inspired you to do comedy early on with the How to Rock a Snapback? Why'd you leave that scene? What made you bounce back with stand-up? Did you know you always had it in you? 
Do you love this shit? Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? Are you dumbass? Boy, why'd you ask me all that dumb shit? No, but the, the real question is, what inspired you to do comedy early on with How to Rock a Snapback? And why'd you leave the scene? And what made you bounce back with stand-up? So for the people that know me and have known me for years know that, like I said, I used to have that YouTube channel. It's, it, 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 it was pretty big at, at one point, you know. I had the How to Rock a Snapback video. It was probably the most viral. It was on World Star Hip Hop. It has over uh, three-quarter of a million views on YouTube. I mean, it went viral. So I'm not too new at like i guess internet fame in a way because kind of when that when that shit went out i was in high school i was a sophomore in high school bro people wanted to take pictures at school some people had seen me in the stores they wanted to take pictures and shit like that so it was pretty dope um but the reason i felt like why what got me into comedy that early i just i've always talked shit like i am talking now you know this is how i talk the version of myself that I give you guys on this podcast is who I am for real. And when you meet me, this is who you're going to get. You're not going to get some fucking dumbass, quiet-ass kid. Like, nah, nigga, this is the same energy I carry at all times. And most of the time, it's funny. So that day when I recorded that video, I just turned the camera on that day, and I talked for seven minutes straight, just like I'm doing now, but now I'm 51 minutes in. But I talked for seven minutes straight, turned the camera off, never went back to it. Next day, I woke up, 10,000 views overnight, overnight. And then every day would just go up thousands, thousands, thousands. And it went fucking viral. And then after that, I kind of did a few different skits. I had a, a little YouTube channel going. But then I fell off because, I mean, I hate to say it, bro, but I started drinking a lot. I started partying a lot. I mean, not and not even doing drugs or anything like that. I was just, I was like I said, I was 15, 16, 17 years old. So I'm barely going to spots. You know, I'm hanging out with the thoughts and and you, you know what I'm saying? You, when you, on the weekend, when the weekend comes around, you want to go to the party. Where the fucking parties at? You don't, you're not, and I couldn't get into bars because I was so young. So we were just at house parties. You guys remember house parties used to be huge in Aurora. And you know what I'm saying? Every weekend it was fucking busting somewhere for sure every single weekend. But, um, but yeah, man, unfortunately that life made me fall off of YouTube because I was so worried about drinking. I was so worried about partying. I just never gave a shit again about YouTube. And when I did try to make that comeback a few different times, it just people didn't give a shit anymore. You know, I was too old to do skits. The shit that I was saying wasn't really too funny, you know. So then I kind of just fell off completely. And then what made me start again in stand-up? This is what happened, bro. This is 100% real story. So... I'm sitting at my homegirl's house. She's a friend of ours, and it's me uh, and, a, and the homies, basically. You know, a few different homies that we don't hang around with no more. But we're sitting at the house, bro. We don't have nowhere to go. We're just drinking. We're doing coke off of this fucking fucking glass china plate, and, and, and we just like don't have don't have anything to look forward. You know, it's every weekend is the same. It was the same shit, bro. It was just getting drunk, getting high, getting geeked. And then again on the week, we're just waiting for payday just so we can go blow it on drugs and, and, and drinks, you know. And unfortunately, like there was one weekend, that specific weekend, I remember I was sitting there. It was like two in the morning. We're just high as hell, not not talking about nothing. We're just talking about the same shit we talk about every weekend. And I was like, dude, I need something. I need to do something with my life. Like I know my life is not meant to be just getting fucked up in a garage every single weekend. I know my life is, you know, it should be bigger than this. I'm meant for more than this. And I know it's to make people laugh because... Because I, I, that's all I do Every, all day long. I make people laugh, you know, and it, it makes me feel the best inside. Better than any drug could ever make me feel. Making people laugh really warms my heart up, you know. And not to sound no corny shit or no gay shit like that, you know what I'm saying? But it just it just makes me feel better, you know. So I tried to do, I, I was looking at YouTube for a little bit. I was like, huh, how do I make my jump back into YouTube, you know. But then I was like, you know what, fuck YouTube. I think stand-up comedy is going to be the way because, um, like I said, stand-up's always been 
a big part of me. Like I said, I lost my virginity to fucking Kevin Hart, nigga. I just told you guys a few fucking minutes ago. That's an actual question. So, like I said, stand-up's always has always been like a, a, an inspiration. And I and some and watching stand-up, yeah, watching like Kevin Hart, Cat Williams, like some of the greats. You're like, wow, nothing but impressed. But then you watch some stand-up that is on Netflix, and these motherfuckers be whack as hell, bro. You know, you watch these people on YouTube on Netflix. They're like, wow, you're getting paid, you're going on tour, and your fucking jokes are mid as fuck. I can do that. So basically, the mentality of like. I can do that. I can do that better than you is what pushed me to go back into stand-up. Of course, that shit sounds easier than what it is because then when it actually came time to write jokes and, and get on stage, it definitely wasn't as easy as I thought it was. But now, I mean, two years and a half in, I'm getting better. Like I said, I was getting booked like crazy right now. Um, it, you know, it's it's looking up. It's, it's been looking up lately. And, and of course, with the fucking podcast, just basically skyrocketed me as far as like popularity or clout so i have a lot of eyes on me a lot of ears on me actually so so it's really good for my shows like as of lately after i started the podcast almost every show i did after that was packed because people that listen to this want to come to my shows which is fucking amazing which i thank you guys from the bottom of my heart like i said it's it means the world to me you know going to a show and, and seeing a pack of people ready to hear you talk shit it's an amazing feeling and, and i'm glad that i finally made the comeback of course with 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 chasing new dreams comes like responsibility so you have to leave leave a lot of shit behind so like yeah i do talk about those crazy stories doing drugs partying drinking and shit like that but i definitely have been trying to slow down because i don't want to focus on that anymore you know i want to focus on this on my career you know i want to take this shit for real and and i don't want to be like i guess another statistic really you know what i'm saying people think oh you know you're from the east side of aurora like yeah, you might just, if you're not a game banger, then you're probably just going to work at a factory and that's it. You know, you're going to live a regular ass or life. And I don't want to do that. And not, and not to knock anybody that does, but I just, I want to say, I feel like, I feel like I could do better, you know? So, so I'm, 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 I'm on the path right now and, and I'm going to keep grinding. Even if I have to record off my phone, like I'm doing right now to give you guys something to listen to every single week, I'm going to keep pushing the product out as long as you guys keep fucking supporting me you know as long as you guys keep pushing me to do better you know as long as you guys keep tuning in sharing and following and 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 putting in your two cents you know i love to hear your feedback you guys sometimes dm me and i know sometimes i can't reply just because i mean i'd be busy as fuck and sometimes i'll look at it and i'll forget but dude hit me up let me know if you like this podcast you know hit me up share it tell your friends about it as long as as long as you guys keep helping me grow i'm gonna keep grinding and i'm not gonna stop i know there's a long journey ahead of me maybe 10 possibly 20 years i don't know but i'm gonna try my best to to not give up and, and to keep going you know and, and thank you guys for fucking listening and i think that's the end of the q a here i think i answered most of the questions i wanted to answer there's some stupid ass questions that niggas ask you know because they be hitting on the low but i'm not gonna answer that question those questions but um yeah, man, I, I hope I didn't I didn't ram- ramble too long, man. I know this is a fucking long-ass podcast. This is probably the longest podcast I've ever dropped before, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys kind of got to see a little different side of me. Sometimes it's kind of all just jokes, jokes, jokes. Sometimes I have to get a little bit serious. But see, even this podcast, I started to get a little serious at the end, towards the end, but it's still funny, you know, just because... I mean, I mean, I don't know. I get to me, it was a little bit funny, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, guys. I'm gonna go back downstairs. I'm gonna have to box it out with my family right now. T- uh, fucking 
fuck lockdown niggas let me out of this fucking house already anyway follow talking my shit podcast on instagram follow two skinny 300 on instagram follow fresh fit meals on instagram check out their fucking amazing menu order some food from fresh fit meals uh, other than that keep sharing the podcast man put it on your story put the link on twitter retweet my tweet when i when i put it out tell your friends about it keep telling your friends about it i love it when people hit me up they're like oh my god my boyfriend told me about this podcast and i can't stop listening or hey dude my cousin put me on I love it. Keep telling your people about it, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is the first hour-long podcast. I hope you didn't exit out, or if you did, I hope you come back and listen. You guys have a great week. Uh, stay safe. Stay clean. Se la verga. Se la pussy. Se la todo la verga. Hey, let's get it. Have a good week, guys. Bye-bye.